Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 16th day of December, and the year of our Lord, 2022. We're just a couple of days from the week before Christmas. My law office will be closed the Friday before Christmas and the Friday before New Year's Day, so no Castle Report for the next two weeks, but I will endeavor to give you your money's worth today, I will be talking about the fact that the digital prison I mentioned last week is much closer than we might choose to think. The digital surveillance state closes its digital barbed wire around us while we are sleeping literally and figuratively. A short passage from the Bible, and there was given to him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. Power was given unto him to continue forty and two months, and he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. And he had power to give unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. He causeth all, both great and small, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or on their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is six hundred, three score and six, Revelation thirteen through sixteen, King James Version. I think about the words of Revelation thirteen quite often when I see things of today happening right before our eyes, although as we know great efforts are made to make sure we only see, read, hear the side of the empowered ruling elite when I read that the President of the United States invited the drag queen, a man so vile and so disgusting his words cannot be repeated here to the White House in conjunction with his signing the Respect for Marriage Act. I think about it. I think about Revelation 13. The real food for thought today is the sobering similarity between the mark of Revelation and the central bank digital currency being tested as I speak. So am I saying that I believe the CBDC is the mark of the beast? No, I'm certainly not saying that at all. It's up to you to form your own, hopefully educated opinions, but I am saying that CBDC is being tested. It is ready. Many, if not most, will welcome it. Those who welcome it will voluntarily walk into the digital prison that is the future of humanity. According to the Washington Post, December 14th edition, the Pew Research Center found that Forty-one percent of Americans say they make zero-cash purchases in a typical week. That is up from 24 percent in 2018 or pre-COVID. Interestingly, the higher the income, the more likely a person is to rely entirely on digital money. The Post pointed out that inflation makes holding cash less attractive. So yes, the Fed is there to help with the no-cash decisions we make each day. The point, however, is not whether digital purchasing is more convenient for you, but it is that digital currency will soon be the only way. It's intended to serve as the padlock on the digital prison. Your currency account will be turned on by the authorities who own you, those th- same authorities 
can turn it off whenever they choose since it will eventually be connected to one billion surveillance cameras run by artificial intelligence through facial recognition software. With all data collated into your social credit score, the system is similar to Santa Claus in that it knows if you've been bad or good. That is, good as our satanic social ruling class defines good. To be anything other than good will get your digital account penalized or as a last resort terminated. That could mean no purchases at all, including food and fuel. Your account suspended so you officially have no money. No blips in your digitized account, no food, no rent money, no travel, no tuition for your kids, no anything else. It would behoove you then, digital slave, to play the game that your betters make the rules for. Take the mark. Just go ahead. The propaganda will tell us relentlessly. Just go ahead. Don't listen to all those right-wing extremists, those vaccine doubters. We have examples, after all, with the COVID vaccine. Those vaccine skeptics said, don't take it. You did not listen, so your three hours, three bouts of COVID were not as bad as they would have been without the vaccine. But what about all the myocarditis and healthy young people? What about all the healthy young athletes dying without cause, just sudden death syndrome, I guess? None of that's relevant today because it's all just right-wing nonsense. So just make all our lives easier. Take the mark. Just do what you are told, told to do continually on your news site, TikTok. The Washington Post, in the same article I mentioned earlier, reports that President Biden runs a possible national security risk by using TikTok to get his message out despite concerns about how the site collects and shares user data. Quote, officials say TikTok, which is owned by Beijing-based ByteNets, is a security threat because of how much data it shares with China. The app has denied this, of course. But White House staff cannot download it to their government phones, end quote. What does all that mean? Who knows for sure? But it sounds like it's all part of the plan to implement a worldwide system of control without borders, national boundaries, and the like. One global world where we're all equal, all doing time in the same digital prison. Well, that's at least the way it seems to me. The fact that China is the test country and the system there is closely watched by the likes of Klaus Schwab is no secret. Apparently, the global drive for a system to control and monitor every person is being run by the UN in conjunction with their partner, the World Economic Forum. And that organization's partner, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I think that since the divorce, though, the foundation is now known simply as the Gates Foundation. The system needs a testing ground, a test case population. Right now, that population is China. This undoubtedly seems dystopian to you, something only the worst totalitarian regimes would do, but that is definitely not the case. I told you last week that Klaus Schwab was an honored guest at the recent G20 summit. That meeting, supposed to include the 20 largest economies in the world, Meeting to discuss policy is kind of a mini-UN or an organization of the elite of the very elite in all the world. These billionaires, their techno-friends, their politician lapdogs don't want to associate with the riffraff at the UN. Do you think Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Joe Biden, Justin Trudeau, Xi Jinping want to go to a meeting and discuss strategy on an equal basis with the leader of the Central African Republic or Bangladesh? They're probably preliminary examples of government control of financial accounts already in play. During the recent truckers' protest in Canada, the government froze or seized the accounts of the truckers 
and those who assisted them, so obey us, or you will have your digital account frozen. The same happened recently in Brazil during the election turmoil that's been going on in that country for a few weeks. A CBDC gives the government so much power that it could impose negative interest rates or said differently, charge you to hold your money, charge you to access your money. All transactions would be known to the government. All the income would be known since only digital transactions would be legally permitted. With that knowledge, there would be no need to tax return since the government could do your taxes for you. They just deduct your payment on the government's own initiative. In 2020, China launched a pilot program controlled by the Chinese Central Bank. It is the beginning stages. But it gives Chinese authorities remarkable control. will give even more when it is complete. The People's Bank of China has said it would consider putting limits on the size of transactions or even require an appointment for some transactions. So some bank manager or really just a Chinese Communist Party functionary will be telling the Chinese people how they can and cannot use the fruits of their own labor. The system in China is linked to their social credit system, whereby citizens with good behavior are whitelisted for privilege, while those with bad behavior are blacklisted for denial of privilege here in the United States. The government, through the Federal Reserve, is getting ready to launch very quickly. The Fed now will be instant payment system scheduled for launch between May and July of 2023. The New York Fed has launched a 12-week pilot program with American banks to test the feasibility of a central bank digital currency here in the United States. In the meantime, the International Monetary Fund is reportedly thinking of a way to connect all CBDCs worldwide into one linked worldwide system, although the American people are rapidly changing, perhaps becoming less discerning, more trusting of government, less well-read. This will probably be a tough sale to them. The best salesman is always a crisis. That's why COVID was so conveniently available. You saw how quickly, how willingly the whole world surrendered its freedom and went into quarantine. The next crisis could be energy, food, finance, climate. Perhaps all of them at once. Only the caring and considerate government will be able to deliver its children from calamity. The mark is being tested at the many levels I mentioned, so when the crisis inevitably comes, look out. If you decide not to participate, then God help you, because I suspect not many others will. Some suggestions I've made before, self-organize into decentralized communities, then deglobalize, i.e. try to avoid the vulnerability of the supply chain, make friends with local farmers and ranchers, whereby some type of barter system might be possible. Finally, folks, the thin threads that hold together the world's civilizations are unraveling. They're being deliberately tugged on, pulled on, until they can no longer hold. What lies beyond, though, could be more frightening than we currently imagine. At least that's the way I see it. Till next year, folks. This is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.